The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The teachings of the Ascended Masters are universal and available to all. The Ascended Masters themselves are the saints and sages of East and West, and their teachings incorporate the original core beliefs of all the world's major religions. No matter which religious path you follow, you will find these teachings equally compelling. This is The Open Door. Come along with us as we explore the teachings of the Ascended Masters. Here are the hosts for The Open Door, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. Well, greetings, everyone. Welcome, and thanks for joining us today. You are tuned to The Open Door, the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters, and where we invite you to awaken to your inner divinity. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy. And our focus today is on gold. Uh Are we going to talk about abundance today, Tom? Well, you know, I'm sure the abundant life is going to be part of what we're going to talk about. But today's central focus is on what gold is and what it means from an ascended master point of view. Golden age, Mm -hmm. gold standard, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing? Yep, exactly. You know, now we know that throughout history, gold has been a most prized commodity. But it is really much more than that. Gold also has an essential spiritual nature because it carries and holds light. No doubt why (laughs) so many over time have been especially fascinated by gold. Well, no doubt. And it's really easy to see why. Gold certainly is beautiful. It doesn't dim or tarnish. And as I heard someone say recently, all of the world's current supply of gold could probably fit in two Olympic-sized swimming pools. So its supply is uh, somewhat limited. Well, okay, given all that, what should we really understand about gold? Well, let's start with this. Gold and our economy are very tightly linked. Even though we're not on the gold standard? Well, even so. You see, from the Ascended Master's point of view, the economy is a reflection of the path of initiation of the soul. The economy is intended to facilitate our pathway of discipleship to God. And it was divinely intended that gold be used as a standard and measure of value, as well as the foundation and backing of our currency, which directly affects the value reflected by our economy. Well, it does. You know, so essentially, gold was originally intended to represent the worth of the, of the individual's sacred labor. Ah. <laughs> well, unfortunately, this very critical linkage has been all but forgotten. You know, which is not to say that there aren't many today who would like to see the gold standard reinstated. Many of us would be ecstatic to see the return of the gold standard. Of course, we can begin this minute to reestablish this spiritual gold standard within. The spiritual gold standard, like (laughs) living the golden rule? Yeah, at once a very simple yet profound step towards spiritual mastery. You know, it's unfortunate that the golden rule has become something of a cliché these days, yet its meaning and purpose have always been simple and clear. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. When we talk about becoming one with our Christ selves, we are basically talking about perceiving the Christ self in others and treating them accordingly. 
and acting as Christ's whenever we can in order to lead by example. Mm-hmm. Or in other words, see and be the Christ. Yeah. Good advice? Oh, see the Christ, be the Christ, you bet. It's probably the best advice of all for anyone who desires to grow spiritually. So, let's explore a bit more about gold's true place in both our economy and in our consciousness. For gold's place in our economy, we need to look no further than our own constitution. And I won't belabor this point, but it is quite revealing to see that gold and gold coin were mentioned prominently in Article 1 of the Constitution. Well, you know, do you have a couple of sites you might reference for us? Well, you bet. Here, here are the two most basic references right out of Article 1. In Section 8, it says, quote, Congress shall have the power to coin money, end quote. Not print, but coin money. Oh, say. yeah. In Section 10 says, no state shall make anything but gold and silver coin a tender in payment of debts. Mm. Makes it pretty clear, Tom, that our founding (laughs) fathers weren't talking about paper money. (laughs) No, they weren't. That's very clear. (laughs) And bridging the gap between the economy and consciousness, particularly in reference to the concept of the role of economy in a golden age, we have this quote from the Ascended Masters. And I quote, the term golden age did not derive from nothing. Golden age means an age based upon the gold standard, the standard of the gold of the Christ consciousness, of the golden rule, of gold as precipitated sunlight for the balance of the mind and the emotions, and the flow of life even in the physical temple, unquote. And the Ascended Masters go on to say that, quote, gold is necessary for the stability of consciousness as well as for the stability of the economies of the nations. Mm-hmm. Unless there be a certain portion of gold, even in or on the body temple, the balance of the elements is not held. When the people no longer hold gold in their possession or wear gold, there is far greater mental and emotional disturbance. You know, and Archangel Jophiel, one of the seven great archangels, said this, quote, The law of gold is, is the golden rule. It is the understanding that enables men, even when they are caught in the jaws of emotional pressures, to react by the Christ mind to all outer conditions, unquote. So being Christ-like is golden-like. <laughs> in a word, yes. Yeah. And in that statement that Christhood is golden, we have in very simple yet very strong terms the essential place of gold in both our economy and in our consciousness, right in the very center <laughs> of our being. And there's yet another very interesting facet about gold that sheds even more light on why it commands such material and spiritual respect. Gold actually repels greed. Wow. I'm not saying that gold doesn't engender greed. Just look at the gold rush of the 1840s, rather. Mm-hmm. But gold, by its very nature, has the power and innate purity to actually repel greed. Another good reason to always wear a little gold. So in tying everything we're talking about together, gold is an essential component of our material economy, as well as of our spiritual economy. In fact, we could say that there is really no separation between the two. Where there is gold in the economy, there is a greater degree of light and consciousness. So when, so when golden is absent, higher consciousness is diminished? You know, well, we're going to have Narrowly Duffy with us later in today's show, and I think we'll save that question for her. But I think it's probably safe to say that in our world today, the spiritual consciousness in the mass mind is not as high as it could be. Certainly wouldn't hurt if more people practiced the golden rule, would it? <laughs> Beginning with our leaders. Well, they do lead by example, which behooves them to make sure their example is good. And this is our golden opportunity to remind all of you that our primary focus and mission is to offer all who desire it an opportunity to awaken to your inner divinity. Well, yeah, and thanks for the reminder, Terry. You know, <laughs> when we talk about living right to inspire others, 
One of the keys is to remember that we each have an I am presence, a personal manifestation of God within, as well as a Christ self. What, what we've referred to before as our higher self, right? Well, that's right. And recognizing and manifesting our divine potential is really why we're here. That's why we're both so passionate about and focused on helping you to understand just how powerful you truly are, as well as how magnificent the journey back to God really is. See the Christ in others. Be the Christ within yourself. And that's the essence of the golden rule. It's a wonderfully simple and direct means of describing not just our potential, but what should be our day-to-day reality. Okay, to get back to our original intention of making a case for gold as the foundation of a divine economy, let's listen to an excerpt from a lecture by Elizabeth Clare Prophet on the subject of gold, the economy, and how inflation is a tool used by the fallen ones to deprive us of gold and subvert our economy. Here it is. Today, Americans are divided on virtually every issue. Never has the country been quite so fragmented. Perhaps the only thing that everyone really agrees on is the economy. And everyone agrees that it's in bad shape. (laughs) But how bad a shape, why it's in bad shape, and how to fix it are, again, divisive issues. The economy is more than just a mechanism for the production, the distribution of goods and services. When we're talking about the economy, we're talking about a way of life, a way of life given to us by our Savior because he said that we might have life and that more abundantly, that this was his purpose for coming. The living Savior of this age brought to us the understanding of the abundant life, and it has been the hallmark of America in the first centuries of her beginning. Today it is the one great focus of the understanding of our individual Christhood that is being taken from us by the manipulation of that very life by these spoilers in our midst. Inflation is a deadly scheme for revolution. Why talk about the decadence of capitalism? What about the decadence of inflation? And what about the people who are foisting it upon us? Inflation causes corruption, confusion, a widespread obsession for external things, sports, violence, pornography, fashion, prostitution, all forms of degeneracy, madness, despair, suicide, and chaos. You don't think all that comes from inflation. I'll tell you why it does. Because God intended us to use gold as the standard and measure of value and to back our currency. And gold itself is not simply a metal. Gold, like any element, is in fact a matrix for the light of God that is given to us to hold the balance of sanity and order, the sense of stability and the sense of confidence in our nationhood, confidence in our interchange and commerce, confidence in our personal sacred labor, and confidence in our savings, which none of us has, because saving must be a way of life for the sons of God. Inflation does produce all that because inflation is more than money expanded. It is a vibration put across the nations by the fallen ones. It is a vibration of absolute insecurity that breeds anxiety. And out of anxiety comes all of these conditions. An escape from the fact 
that fundamentally, profoundly within our beings, something isn't right. The economy is a reflection of the path of initiation of the soul. Without the economy, we cannot make our pathway of discipleship to God. This is why Jesus taught us the parable of the talents and the multiplying of our talents and of reward for good service and no reward for an absence of service or an absence of multiplication of our talents. The gold represents the worth of the individual, his virtue and his excellence in his sacred labor. Inflation strips from him the desire to move to excellence and allows him to be satisfied with mediocrity and living off of another man's labors as he seeks the most fantastic investments to preserve the value of money instead of investing rather in the sacred labor itself. Thus, inflation is a philosophy of serpent and his seed, who are those fallen angels that fell and took on bodies as we wear. But they do not have the spirit of the love of the Lord. They have an antichrist spirit, and their antichrist is organized, organizationally manipulating the governments, the economies, and the banking houses of the nation because they know if they can control these, they will stand between the soul and the soul's reunion with Almighty God. Inflation itself and this indebted economy is an antichrist manifestation of the tares sown among the wheat and therefore we must recognize it as the very challenge to our own individuality and permanency on the path. When we understand it in this way and in this guise, then we will see that it is the chief element of Armageddon itself and not something about which no one can do anything. We the people can and we will do something about this economy. We vow it on this 4th of July. We will not stand for our nation to be destroyed and on the way with these false hopes and false promises. Oh boy. <laughs> well, when, when we return, we will hear more from this lecture on gold and the divine economy. Please stay with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better, no matter where you are or who you're with. The power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home. And their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. 
The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. For more information, visit www.tsl.org. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. You know, the United States was conceived in the midst of inflation. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, actually. you know, I, I had looked that up. <laughs> but it's one of the key reasons our founding fathers were so keen to establish the gold standard. Here is Elizabeth Clare Prophet with more on America, gold, and the divine economy. Did you know that the United States was conceived in the midst of inflation? Beginning in 1775, Congress issued the continental currency. It was freely convertible to gold. But the Congress quickly inflated the currency, and within six years, it was worthless. Determined to protect the United States against the ravages of inflation, the framers wrote Article I, Section 10 into the Constitution. It said, No state shall make anything but gold and silver coin a tender in payment of debts. The delegates to the Constitutional Convention designed this provision to crush Paper money. Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution gave Congress the power to coin money and regulate the value thereof. There is strong evidence to indicate that the framers did not believe the government was being given the right to print currency. Alexander Hamilton said that the emitting of paper money is wisely prohibited to the state governments and the spirit of the prohibition ought not to be disregarded by the United States government. Some people claim that Article 1, Section 10 is binding only on the states, not the federal government. But this is not so. The Supreme Court has consistently determined on a case-by-case basis that most of the limitations on state powers in the Constitution are also applicable against the federal government. The same should also be true about this article. But the Supreme Court has never ruled on it. According to Richard Stradley, a Mississippi attorney, you renounce your constitutional rights to have your transaction discharged in gold or silver coin or to have the debt forgiven altogether if it is not by remaining silent. We renounce our constitutional rights to have gold and silver the medium of exchange by remaining silent on the matter, by failing to demand our rights as so stated. I think it's time for the American people en masse to properly assert their rights. Gold is not a barbaric relic of the past. That is the battle cry of the fallen ones. Paper money is the barbaric relic of the present. Gold is the civilized way to regulate economy, regulate the regulators, and generate prosperity. 
Unless we go on a gold standard, the only way the government can drop the rate of inflation is to stop increasing the money supply. But that causes a recession. And you know how unpopular recessions are, especially with the politicians. But unless we go on a gold standard, the only way this government can stop a recession is to increase the money supply. But that causes inflation. The government seems like a serpent swallowing its tail, but it hasn't discovered the mystery of the Tai Chi. Governments do not like inflation because it makes them unpopular with the voters. But on the other hand, governments like inflation because it gives them a covert means of taxing the people. A covert means. And by a continuing process of inflation, as Keynes said, governments can confiscate secretly and unobserved an important part of the wealth of their citizens. Isn't that an amazing quote from Keynes? By inflation, governments can confiscate secretly and unobserved an important part of the wealth of their citizens. Well, we replace the word governments. What government would want to do that to its citizens? Certainly not a government of and by and for the people. It must be a government of the big boys. It must be a government of the giants. It must be a government of the power elite who don't have the interests of the people at heart. In a more sane context, inflation would be called embezzlement. The cost of living index would chart the success of the embezzlers. But the embezzlers don't get caught because they have obscured the nature of the crime by making people believe that inflation is somehow inherent within the body of natural economic law. Well, what would you think? If from the time you were born to this hour, you would know nothing but inflation. You'd learn that life is an inflationary game. And you'd learn to play the game of making money out of nothing. And you would believe it was proper and intrinsic to nature herself. Yet observing nature, we do not see it. We do not see inflation in nature. We see a lawful multiplication by each seed and the seed within itself. We see a lawful harvest, a level of gain on which we can count. This is natural in nature, but inflation is not. Government makes the people a party to the crime by forcing them not only to accept inflated currency, but by becoming dependent upon the short-term benefits of spending tomorrow's money today. It's debatable whether or not the use of paper money is a violation of Article 1, Section 10. Congress should challenge it by either going on a full gold standard or on a paper currency 100% backed by gold. How about it? We, the people, in order to secure a more perfect union, demand the gold standard, and a 100% gold-backed currency. This is our demand. We must make it known, and we must convince those who supposedly represent us but do not that we are watching them and we are determined that they will act in our name and according to the leanings of our hearts. 
With a meaningful gold standard, there would be no way to spend so much money so recklessly because new money could only be created as the stock of gold were increased by the government to back it. In other words, money could no longer be created out of thin air, but only as a result of real economic growth and the addition of real value to the United States Treasury. We can still adopt a meaningful gold standard, preferably a gold coin standard, or at least a 100% currency reserve system. That means for every dollar, there is one dollar in gold to back it up. A number of competent economists, including Percy Graves, George Riesman, Arthur Laffer, and others, believe we could go back on gold quickly and cleanly. One plan calls for the issue of gold coins denominated by weight, one ounce, half ounce, and so forth, and not dollars, and to let them circulate and be convertible with currency, but with the stipulation that the coins are legal tender and must be used in a debt-satisfying capability if either party requires it. If this happened, the plan's backers think we would see a reverse of Gresham's law. Good money would drive bad money out of circulation. It's not a bad idea. These would do much towards reestablishing a full gold coin standard in the United States. The same thing could take place with the circulation of a gold-backed currency. We need to examine this and alternative plans and go back to gold immediately. All the arguments against gold, the what-ifs that so many people bring up, certainly cannot be nearly as bad as what will happen if we don't. The fact is the international bankers and those who believe in the manipulation of the economy, the covert transfer of wealth, don't want a gold standard because it would tie their hands and untie the hands of the people. It's not really money they want, after all. It's power. Power. Money is a means, not to their wealth, but to their power over you and me. We should say to the advocates of paper money, what if the whole international economy collapses? What if money goes out of circulation in the United States? Money is the grease which keeps the wheels of the economy moving. We could not have modern society or any form of specialization without a sound money. With continued government and banker manipulation of our currency, we could well end up without any money at all. Their philosophy is leading to the collapse. What if the collapse? It is you who will suffer most. You, power elite, ought to see the handwriting on the wall if you want to further and prolong your own existence. Actually, you will benefit most because if you let the economy collapse, so what? We'll survive, but you will not survive. We, the people of this union, intend to survive. But the facts that are before us are that the people, most of the people, are all too much tied to this money system and this economy. 
and therefore what it could produce if it did collapse is to turn the clock back 500 years, a thousand years, or even more in terms of progress until we get on our feet again. The alternative, collapse or no collapse, whatever the price we have to pay, is gold. Gold is acceptable worldwide, and nobody, not even a government, can print more gold when it would like to spend more money than it has on hand. They cannot hide behind gold. As Vermont Royster of the Wall Street Journal wrote, the problem with a gold standard is not what so many of its opponents allege. That is, that it won't work quite the opposite. It works very well indeed, forcing a monetary discipline on kings, dictators, parliaments, and people. And that's the real problem. When money is anchored to gold, the gold governs the governors. It's the metal that goes before us being the law of our Christ self in action in our abundant life. It toes the line for us. It limits their political power because they can't manufacture all the money they like to spend. It also chafes those who want money from the government, be it for education, roads, welfare, arms, subsidies, or whatever. In time, the restraint to these aspirations becomes intolerable and upon one excuse or another, the gold standard is abandoned. It's abandoned by people who are not willing to submit to the person of Christ in themselves, in Jesus Christ, in Uncle Sam, in Almighty God. They want to be a law unto themselves. They want to be a law and a lawgiver over the divine standard and the ensign, which is Christ. We can go back to gold if we want to, but we're at the turning point. Now is the time to act. Tomorrow may never come. There are some sobering thoughts there for you all. Well, up next, our weekly Q&A, and today, once again, we are joined by Reverend Narely Duffy. Please stay with us. Visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better, no matter where you are or who you're with. The power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home. And their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. 
The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. For more information, visit www.tsl.org. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. And we are back. Joining us is Nerly Duffy. Hi, Nerly. Hi, everyone. Hi, Nerly. Um, so today we're talking about gold. So again, why is gold so important? Well, from a spiritual perspective, gold has a power and a light and an energy that can just make a huge difference in our lives. If we allow it, it can infuse every aspect of our lives, and it can certainly bring about a change in our economy that we so desperately need in this hour. Mm. I think someone once said, gold is nature's antidote to human financial chicanery. (laughs) That's good. That was anonymous, but I like it. Yeah, I like that too. We know earlier we made the point that gold has the power and innate purity to repel greed. Can you expand on that a little bit? I love that concept. <laughs> yeah. um, evidently, there's something in the chemical and spiritual structure of gold that is so powerful that negative energy simply cannot stick to it. And the masters tell us you cannot misqualify gold with greed because gold literally resists that vibration. So you can take paper money, copper, nickel, even silver. It can still retain a vibration of greed, but not gold. Hmm. Gold repels greed instantaneously, and it retains its own purity. And did you know that the vibration of purity comes from the heaven world? And it's focused Hmm. by a a being of light called the goddess of purity. And ultimately, that purity comes from our Father, Mother, God in heaven. And you know, there's a great throne room in heaven. And guess what color the throne is? (laughs) I'm I'm guessing gold. gold. (laughs) That's right. Gold white. Yeah. So there's an upward spiral in the consciousness of the people. Whoever touches the gold experiences a subtle shift in vibration. So it's a very Hmm. natural, simple way of liberating people. And this may be a slight restatement of what you just said, but is there a certain level of innate innate consciousness attached to gold? Absolutely. It, It has an innate energy and consciousness, and it's the consciousness of the Christ, which we've been talking about quite a bit. So there's a reason why kings wore gold in the past. And I happened to be in Africa recently, and I saw a tribal king, and he was wearing pure gold around his neck and on his headpiece, and he had a, a translator that moved ahead of him with a staff with a, with a gold eagle on oh it. So mm-hmm. these things happened in the past, and the ultimate king in the spiritual sense is the Christ consciousness. You know, it says that the the government will be upon his shoulders. It's right. the shoulders of the Christ consciousness of each one of us. So there's a lot of symbolism here. The standard of gold is the standard of the Christ consciousness, the golden rule by which civilization is upheld. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm reminded as you say that um, about the uh, the African ruler that you uh, encountered, that a lot of cultures, you know, mm-hmm. Latin American cultures, yes. the Aztecs, the Mayans, and yes. I think Egyptians too, they their rulers were adorned yes. with gold. They they I don't want to say hoarded it, but yeah. they certainly amassed a great quantity of gold as a reflection of I suppose right. the 
the hierarchy of their well, civilization. Well, there was no golden age without literally gold. And it yeah. wasn't just the rulers. It was the common people that had access to it. Yeah. And when you have gold that everybody has equal access to, uh-huh. and, and it's according to your own self-worth, that's when the golden age consciousness can come again. And mm-hmm. you can literally have a golden age. Yeah. I love the idea. Yeah. Well, you know, earlier in our program, I asked the question, does the absence of gold in our economy, in our lives, indicate diminished consciousness? <laughs> What's your take on this question? I think it absolutely does. It's like doing away with the sun. You know, sunlight, um, precipitated sunlight is literally physical gold. The mm-hmm. elementals take that energy and, and form gold into the earth. So mm-hmm. we can't do without the sun to grow the crops, purify the air, to warm us, create fire, all of those things. In the same way, we literally can't do without, without gold. Sure. Because if we do, um, we return to the animal state. And, and really, we're seeing that subtly mm-hmm. in our civilization. Mm-hmm. Some of the aspects of our civilization are not very civilized at all, are they? <laughs> I yeah. would say. So... If the elementals grow gold, then it's growing right now, and it's always yes. increasing. It's always increasing. It's always multiplying, wow. and it's 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 very natural. And the thing is that gold is necessary for the stability not only of the economies of the nation but our own consciousness. You know, I'm reminded of something. Uh, you are a doctor. Yes, and, I'm a um, medical doctor. Yes, and uh, it's my understanding. Correct me if I'm wrong. That gold is actually a trace. <sighs> mineral that we do carry in our bodies naturally. And and I wanted to talk about that. Um, we do have a certain trace element of gold mm-hmm. in our body. Mm-hmm. And the masters have told us that there needs to be a certain percentage of that gold in the body temple. We don't know exactly what it is, and scientists don't know exactly its function. Mm-hmm. But let me give an example. Cobalt is less common than gold, but without cobalt, your body wouldn't function at all because in the center of the B12 molecule that mm-hmm. everybody has to have, vitamin B12, mm-hmm. is the cobalt atom. So it would be very interesting to find out how much gold do we have in our body? How much do we really need? You know, a lot of children, a lot of people never actually touch a piece of gold in their entire life. Oh my gosh. And that affects their emotional, mental, spiritual, physical balance. Yeah. Well, you know, is there any teaching from the Ascended Masters that you're aware of that might suggest how much gold a person should own? <laughs> yes. and, and I think we should stress up front that hoarding no. is not part of this question, as I'm sure you'll agree. Right. Well, the Masters have recommended that each of us establish our personal economy on the gold standard and they recommend that you take from one half to one percent of your monthly earnings and transfer it into gold one half to one percent now this may require you to save up for several months or longer but it's necessary that there be a steady transfer of at least one percent of your energy as supply into gold, and that forms a matrix, a focal point. It's a spiritual tr- principle. It's kind of like a talisman. And it would be good that some of this be worn on your physical body, um, and the rest of it is placed in a well-secured location mm-hmm. because your bodies need to become adjusted to the vibrations of gold. Even a simple, you know, like a little Mother Mary medal that I'm wearing, the miraculous medal. I have one too, yeah. You have it around your mm-hmm. neck. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pure gold. Mm-hmm. And put it around your children's neck. And it's a, it's a means of the masters and the angels, you know, able to work with you. Mm-hmm. Mother Mary said she'll protect you if you wear this medal. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. What can we understand about the manipulation of money mm. and in particular the manipulation of gold? <laughs> well, there is a deliberate and calculated plot which is tying up the funds 
um, with the international bankers, with the nameless, faceless ones who are moving as the people of all nations economically. And they're the ones, you mentioned the word hoarding, Tom. Yeah. They're the ones mm-hmm. hoarding the gold. They're the ones who've replaced gold with paper money. And there's a great power in that gold. And by hoarding it for themselves, they exert an inordinate um, misuse of power of the people. So think about hoarding. Why would you need to hoard? It's a lack of trust in God. They're basically saying, mm-hmm. Well, God's not going to give me what I need, so I have to hoard it and take it from others to have it for myself. And that's the opposite of the abundant life consciousness. You and I, we're Mm -hmm. all sons and daughters of God. We think, well, I'm going to earn my way. My father, mother, God's going to supply all my needs. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tithe. I'm going to give back to God. He can replenish my supply. And furthermore, there's enough for all of us. And I'm going to give some to my brothers and sisters. There's enough to go around. And that's that's the whole difference Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. that consciousness. Well, I think that there was reference to the uh, parable. You know, the talents. Yes. And the same thing. One hoards the talents, yes. doesn't do anything with them. Yes. And they're meant to be um, organically yeah. growing yeah. all the time and yeah. part of, a you know, abundance. I mean, right. it's, it's, a, it's a positive. And doesn't that make you want to just take a big breath and go, okay, this is not, this is, yeah. a, this is how it's supposed to be. Well, and, and maybe in that regard, too, you know, we're, we're kind of coming back to this whole the consciousness, the spirituality of this. Yes. Um, we know that one reason for gold's appeal is its relative scarcity. And in fact, I made the point earlier that all of the gold known to exist in the world today could probably fit inside two Olympic-sized swimming pools. And actually, I think it's two and a half. I see. Maybe something <laughs> like that. But it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's around there. Um, my question is this. If gold and consciousness are tied together, then as our consciousness expands, will more gold become available? I do think that's true. The masters have actually told us that they have other supplies of gold in the earth that have not yet been Mm -hmm. revealed precisely because mankind's greed. And these could come into play in the future. So there is gold in circulation and it represents your attainment on the outer. And gold that's undiscovered represents that portion of the potential of the Christ mind that is yet to be brought forth. I see. You know, one very powerful argument for re, uh, reinstituting the gold standard is that gold cannot be manufactured or printed, which we've kind of mentioned. Yeah. With gold, there would not be the temptation to print our way out of a debt crisis, mm-hmm. for example, because it would simply not be possible. Mm-hmm. Budget constraints are naturally built into a monetary system that is backed by a commodity such as gold. And Elizabeth Clare Prophet covered this earlier. But given the powerful limiting factor, a gold-backed economy would naturally contain. Can you tell us why we ever left the gold standard in the first place? Oh, you know the answer to that one. Uh, No, I think I do. It's a matter of power and control. If if our our money is in gold, governments can't simply print more because they want to spend more on some favorite project or to reward (laughs) some special interest group. So Mm -hmm. with paper money, those in government can buy political power. When gold is money, the power of governments is limited, and that's why they don't like it. Okay, so maybe you shouldn't name names here. But yeah. What would have motivated presidents like Franklin Roosevelt and Richard Nixon to take us off the gold standard? Well, I can't speak to what they were thinking, but uh, <laughs> let me – let me explain it this way. Uh, we talked about the Christ consciousness. The color of that flame of the cosmic honor flame is white and gold. So you need to be honorable in making decisions. Mm-hmm. And that's that quality of honor and Christ consciousness is what we find lacking in a number of our politicians today. <laughs> so instead of doing what's nicely. right and honorable, <laughs> no matter what the consequences, they don't have the Christ consciousness, and they make decisions based on short-term political gain, other agendas, so forth. So the fallen ones are trying to destroy mm-hmm. civilization through government, through the economy, 
and through the manipulation of gold. In fact, uh, people say that the downfall in the economy could be the trigger for a world war and um, you know that kind of cataclysm. So That's we serious. need to really reverse this. And the way to do it is with the cosmic honor flame. The cosmic honor yeah, flame. Yeah, 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 there you go. Well, so, uh, this next question it sounds like you kind of answered part of it, but I'll read it anyway. Why aren't more of our leaders today promoting a return to the gold standard? Or perhaps, in other words, what's in it for them to keep the status quo? I think there's a lot of things that, that you just named that, that come into play. We need leaders who understand the issues, what's at stake, that, who are willing to be unpopular, who need to make hard decisions, who aren't so worried about getting reelected and telling people what they want to hear, but instead embracing that cosmic honor flame, that Christ consciousness, mm-hmm. and doing what's right and true and just. And I think there are voices out there that are beating that drum. And um, we need to return to the stand of gold, not just physically, but in our own lives. Yeah. The gold consciousness, the golden age, the golden standard, the golden yeah. rule. Yeah, and, we, and you brought up something that I think is a very important point, is that it takes a big person yeah. to not worry about their own personal reputation yeah. to doing the right thing. It takes a light bearer. Yeah, I think it takes a light break. <laughs> well, we've got to take a break oh, here. Oh, okay. Yeah, but don't go away. When we return, we'll continue our discussion of gold with Nearly Duffy. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better. No matter where you are or who you're with, the power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home, and their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. For more information, visit www.tsl.org. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. And we are back for one more segment of discussion with Nearly Duffy on gold and the divine economy. Okay, we've made the point that gold actually repels greed. Another point we made 
at the start of our program today is that gold carries and holds light. Now, explain to us how this is possible. Well, gold carries and holds light by its chemical makeup and its vibration. Everything is atoms, molecules, and energy. And some atoms and molecules are more uniquely able to hold light than others. Mm -hmm. Gemstones, crystals do that. So does gold. Uh So don't take my word for it. (laughs) Um, Here's a little one-tenth Krugerrand that I received in uh, South Africa recently. Just feel that, Tom, and feel the difference. Oh, yeah. Can, um, I, can I keep this? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's different yeah. to, you know, it's the size of a nickel. Oh, yeah. But it feels different, doesn't it? It it's, does. It, it's a totally different vibration. Wow. It's, it's, it's heavier. It's, it's heavier. It yeah. just, it, you feel it in your, in your hand, and, and it makes you realize, you know, how much we've been yeah. misused. Another interesting thing about gold is it doesn't tarnish like other metals. They recently dug up more than 100 coins in England from the 4th century AD, and they are just as beautiful now as they mm were that the day that they were buried. You know, I've seen uh, pictures of some of the gold um, coins oh. that have been brought up from the bottom of the ocean that yeah. have been down there for hundreds of years. Looks as shiny as this They're glittering it? and beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, a lot of people today um, are not only coming to realize the importance of gold in their lives and in mm-hmm. the life of the economy, they also believe it's a worthwhile investment. Now, should we invest in gold or does this kind of speculation tend to undermine gold's value? Well, I think there's some inbuilt factors that will correct that. And Mm -hmm. let me just say I'm not an expert in investment, but the financial experts do recommend that each of us has a certain portion of our assets invested in gold. And they say around 10 to 20 percent of your assets. Now, one important thing that is a regulator Mm -hmm. to remember is owning gold is not a short term thing. It, gold can go up and down in the short term, but you want to hold on to gold as a long-term investment, as a store of value, because gold does hold its value over time. Paper money goes down in value and often quite rapidly. You know, mm-hmm. the dollar today is worth less than 5% of what it was when we did have real gold, gold coins in America. So even in this practical aspect, if you have some gold mm-hmm. and you hang on to it, mm-hmm. you don't just you know get on the market and sell it and all that. Hang on to it. It becomes a lodestone or a talisman. It's a magnet of light that translates into spiritual benefits in your life. It attracts more, mm-hmm. but it also gives you peace of mind, sense of harmony, even a stability of consciousness. But more than that, there's a spiritual power in the gold, and the more gold that's in the power in the hands of the light bearers is better for all of us. In other words, it's it's, it's one of those balancing factors that's getting out of the hands of the fallen ones mm-hmm. and into the hands of the common people. Uh-huh. You know, if, if we knew, if we were confident that our currency was indeed backed by gold and we didn't have to hold it or hoard it, because we knew that our currency was already gold, basically. Mm-hmm. That would kind of mitigate that whole problem of wondering whether or not you have to hold on to some. Totally. And, you know. and it comes back to your own inner relationship with your higher self, with your mighty own mm-hmm. presence. Do you really trust that God will take care of you? Yeah. And that God has the solutions. And I think the wonderful thing about all of this is we're coming to the point where anybody can see that, you know, man doesn't have these answers. We're going to have to get on our knees and ask God. Yeah, it's a very important point. Yeah. <laughs> Earlier we were talking about the secret manipulation of our economy by those who do not have our best interests at heart. Mm. Put nicely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, is it true that the economy is one of the most effective ways to not only control the masses, but also control and negatively affect our spiritual consciousness? Absolutely. Yeah. The free market economy is intended to be one of the means by which we can develop our Christhood and graduate from planet Earth. When you think about it, the economy is the sum of the interactions of all people. 
that portion of the interactions that have to do with the flow of money and energy. So I provide you with a good or a service and I receive in return what I put forth. It comes back to our karma. We balance karma by working with others and serving and loving them. So it's all about freedom and the free flow of energy. The more easily we can balance our karma, the more easily the energy flows freely gives us more mastery. Now, if there's excessive government control and manipulation of the economy, there's less freedom. There's less opportunity for you and I to balance karma <laughs> with one another mm-hmm. and develop mastery over the flow of energy. So money really is just its just energy. It's gold as precipitated sunlight of our causal body. It's our treasures stored in heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, well, clearly these are not ideas most of <laughs> us were taught in school. Totally. Does this suggest that those <laughs> yeah. who can seek to control our economy are also perhaps to a large degree in control of what's taught in our schools. Well, let me answer that by saying we do need far more information about (laughs) the free market economy and we need more of a Christ-centered education. Economics today has become such an arcane and impenetrable subject. You talk to anybody and they just roll their eyes. I see. Uh, The true understanding of the divine economics is the science of energy flow and we all need to educate ourselves and that's the difference that the Ascended Masters teachings can make. Mm. And interesting... Interestingly, the masters have said that the Austrian school of economics is the closest to the Ascena Master principle. So if you go Google, for example, the von Mises Institute, V-O-N-M-I-S-E-S, they have a lot of interesting teachings about the Austrian school of economics. And it's very close to the Ascena Master principles. They believe in the gold standard. So the fallen ones are organized, (laughs) and they have long-range plans and the patience to uh, let them play out. So what can we do? A lot. We start with (laughs) ourselves. The gold standard is not sustained when there is compromise. So look at your life. Don't compromise. Carry the standard of truth. Obey the golden rule Mm -hmm. and raise your own consciousness. If all of the American people and all of the people in the world did that, mm-hmm. there would be just such a leaven mm-hmm. that, that they would force change. So be honorable in your own life. Set your life on the gold standard that we've spoken about. Yep. Get little bits of gold. Don't hoard it, but start to attract gold into your world. Pray for the cosmic honor flame to return to the people of our nation, particularly those running it, and pray that the gold standard become once again a way of life for our nations. Use the violet flame. Call to Archangel Michael. Well, yes. Well, I'm going to ask you another question here. I think this raises another good question about the vibration, frequency, and power of gold. Aside from physical gold, does the image of gold have power too? Like, uh, what about gold-colored clothing, for for example? I'm, uh, I guess I'm asking that if we aren't able to have any physical gold to focus on, are there other ways of having the benefit of gold in our lives? Absolutely. Those things you mentioned are true. But mm-hmm. one thing you can do is a treasure map. Get a picture of gold, cut it out, put it on a gold or a green card, keep it close by, look at it each day, visualize gold coins coming into your hands, Give the mantra, I am free from fear and doubt, casting one and misery out, knowing now all good Good supply supply ever comes comes from realms on high. high. (laughs) And then you'll start to attract gold into your world. And when you do, buy yourself a little piece of gold jewelry to start with, Uh less than $50, a solid gold chain for less than $100, and have that as the magnet of gold in your life. Touch it and absorb its vibration. Uh, Well, without gold, will our country become bankrupt? 
you know, are we on the brink of that now? Or is there, is there hope? Well, a lot of people are predicting it, and the history of paper money isn't good. Most, you know, paper currencies don't last too long, but there's always hope. In fact, St. Germain said in the 1980s, experts wonder why the economy has not already collapsed. wonder what he'd say today. Yeah. The reason is that a little violet flame goes a long way. Yeah. So let's start sending that violet flame into the economy. Okay. You know, it really comes to each individual and their prayer life. Well, I agree with yeah. that wholeheartedly. I think on that note, we're going to have to probably fold our tents today. Mm. <laughs> the another hour has just kind of flown by. It's pretty amazing. Um, but thank you, um, Dr. Duffy. Thank you for oh, your insights today, for sharing what you have Love with us. I greatly great appreciate show. it. Great, great subject. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we want to thank all of you for joining us today. Oh, we, absolutely. We hope you find the subjects we share illuminating and helpful as you pursue your spiritual path. And mm-hmm. we always welcome your comments, questions, and concerns. We do. Simply send them to us at webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. And please be sure to join us again. Yeah, and remember, everyone, though the upward path may be difficult, the rewards are out, out of, of this, this world. world. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Thank you again for joining us this week for The Open Door. This program is broadcast live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and the Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website at www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.